Good morning, everybody. This is Amy Marie from Climbing Your Roots. I hope everyone's having a beautiful Saturday morning and has a nice hot cup of coffee or tea as we begin to climb. Last week, I spoke about childhood and about how our oldest memories and the different exposures and environments as young children have a lot to do with the way things make us feel and the different emotions that we carry forward with us from those earliest moments in our life. And today I'm going to jump into adolescence, which again is a very rough age for anyone, but Climbing Your Roots tells the story of my story. And for me, climbing through adolescence was probably the longest climb that I made. I felt defeated from the time I hit puberty, not having my mom there and having a father that worked full time, which again, he took great care of my sisters and I. However, there was a big lack of structure in my household. I had freedom after school until he arrived home from work. And the freedom definitely made me feel that I was missing a lot of things that other people had. Everyone loved coming to my house because of my freedom, but I wanted their structure. Just next door, there was so much structure that I fiend for it. I would ask my father, how come I never get grounded? He would say, what do you want to get grounded? We have good communication, Amy. When When you're not acting right, I tell you, which meant he yelled at me, and that's it. Like, there's nothing to ground you about. You're a good kitten. And that made no sense to me. And I wanted to have a little bit more of a structure. And I wanted him to be stricter. And I had all these things. And that was part of my mental health in my adolescence. Even though I was strong and I was surviving everything that was happening. And I felt lucky to be with my dad. And thank God he could provide for us. He definitely exposed me to financial, not crisis, but he communicated to me the financial situation and how we were always tight. And he led a great example about showing me what was a need and what was a want. And he never lived outside of his means, which I felt was a example and a root that he instilled in me. I never live outside my means. I know nobody's perfect. I definitely racked up credit card debt in my lifetime. I paid it off and I'm proud of that. But he, that was also because of him. He wasn't alive to know when I was done, but I definitely paid it off due to conversations I had with my father. He always led me about creating a future for myself. He never painted, like, no matter what, honey, I'll always help you. And no, he taught me how to earn. When I was in adolescence is when I learned I wanted to earn. I was working when I was 15 years old. What I did to climb my roots was help myself fulfill my need of busyness. That's what I chalk it up to now. I can't explain it any other way. I always knew I had to stay busy doing something to stay on the right track. 
And when I was young, I am going to say this because I'm going to always be honest on here. Education never felt like that to me. My love for education happened when I was 21 years old after adolescence. I'll get to that. During adolescence, I found myself so afraid and caving to school. It started in middle school. I didn't want to go. I became truant and everything. And I, I would tell the administrators the truth. And there was no one that could homeschool me. And they know about everything. And I couldn't stop comparing myself. I didn't want to be jealous of other people. I've always been a happy, positive girl. It's true. I had two awesome three in middle school girl best friends that their mothers were there and always helped me. I'm not going to say names on here without permission, so they know who they are, but I, I I had a lot of resources that I was grateful for. However, I still, they weren't mine. So during adolescence, I always felt like I was going against the current. I wasn't keeping up. The whole girl thing, like I still say that, it just never clicked with me. My dad always took good care of me and we were clean and we had clean clothes, but I just never was exposed to a woman influence of teaching me fashion and creativity and it always felt so failing like you I never had you know cute pencils or markers like that could sound funny but it's not when it's you and I don't want to say too much because this will all be in my book but everything comes full, full circle for me from climbing my roots because that's what climbing your roots is to me you have to keep going, right? Like in adolescence, I somehow empowered myself that I would take advantage of having the moms that were around. I definitely fell and learned a lot. I'm not going to say I taught myself everything. My dad was there. He wasn't not present. He was there. He only worked till six o'clock and he didn't go out after work. So it was there. I was exposed to my dad's frugalness and then no matter what planning that trip to the mountains every year when the leaves changed color in the fall he would throw his three daughters in the car a rental car and we would go to the mountains as cheap as he was so he taught me that no matter how rough it could get we could still do things and that's a self-reflection of strength like once you set yourself up mentally that's what you have to do and I was there and young and watching him and sponging what was going on and there was a lot of self-awareness in me knowing that it was hard for me to go to school it was hard to be around people my age I felt uncomfortable I felt insufficient it was total mental I wasn't going to any counseling I had no Support. It was just my dad taking care of me and because I was strong and making it through, I never knew how much support I needed. So I did that all on my own and I give myself a credit for it. That's my compassion for whatever went wrong during those years, which I'm going to get into now. So due to the lack of structure and high demands like my father never set high demands for what had to be done he didn't say you better graduate with a 3.5 and you better go to college he would say things like a lot of people go to college and they don't even do anything with it and the most important thing is just to get to work as soon as possible 
So what happened to me is I did middle school. Those three years were very rough. And then when I went to high school, it was a brand new high school. And I have no excuses for this. I didn't make it. But like eight or ten weeks, which I got really sick in those eight or ten weeks, they tested me for an ulcer. And I told my dad I can't do it. I can't do it. Everybody's starting to skip. I'm being pulled in the wrong direction. I'm going to people's houses. I'm skipping every day. People are starting to do this, that, and the other. I don't want to go down that route like my mom. Please just let me get a job. And he said, Amy, you're 15 years old. You can't just get a job. And I said, Dad, help me. I want to just get a job. I want to start doing something different. Help me figure it out. So he told me, okay, we're going to take you out, and I'm going to enroll you in a whole homeschool program. And you have two days to get a job across the street at the mall, or you're going to live with your mom with the homeschool program. And I got a job at the mall, which led me to some other exposure. And I did the homeschooling until I got my GED. In the end... The mall became another exposure for me because the mall was where everybody would hang out in Pembroke Pines. And that is when I met another scam. It was a scam couple, the people who ran. I'm not saying any names on here. And this will also be in the book because this was a lot of exposure for me. The people that ran the place in the food court where I worked, it was a married man who was in his 40s. And the assistant manager of the place was like an 18-year-old girl who was his girlfriend because he was married. But he was living away from home because he opened up that location in the mall. And they were scamming the register right in front of me every day. And I was seeing it and seeing it. And I remember the day that I told my dad what was going on because he was so happy I was working, getting a paycheck and doing the homeschooling. And... This became another lesson in my life. He made me quit. He made me quit because it was unethical. He taught me a big lesson. I'll never forget that. And then I was off to get another job. And it left me again in the middle of feeling unvalued and not knowing where I was supposed to be going and which direction I was supposed to be heading. And he was just putting pressure on me and he wasn't guiding me. And that is how I became such a hard worker because my next job was with my uncle. I got into the tool business very young and then I ended up going into college. I got my GED. I never finished my homeschooling program. I got my GED and I tested into Miami-Dade on the lowest level of math and I fell in love with math. All of you who know I'm a math whiz through taking every prereq math class at Miami-Dade while I worked full-time in the tool business with a bunch of older Cuban and Haitian people, and they were like my best friends for years while I went to school there, and they were great influences on me. And by that time, my relationship with my father had gotten so much stronger because I was showing him that I could work. I could get. He loved that I woke up early in the morning. So when you guys see that I wake up at 5 in the morning with no problem, that is a root that was instilled in my life a long time ago. That is why you have to hold on to the good things. And I really believe in that. And I've never stopped working until I had Maria and Naeem, my children. 
And even though I've never really had a full-time job because of my adolescence and the desire to always want my own income, I did hold a tax business throughout all these years that I've become a mom because the root of earning is in me. And as sad as it might be that I didn't go through the education system like everybody else, which has always made me feel a little sad. I didn't get to go to prom with my best friend. I didn't get to walk in high school. When I see the class of my year on Facebook, it's not really my class. But that was a choice I made when I was young. In adolescence, you live and you learn. I wouldn't recommend anyone not to not to go through high school because it's an experience that you get once in a lifetime. And adolescence taught me a lot of responsibility. I feel like a lot of people always have an excuse why they shouldn't do this or they can't do this. And we can't do that. You have to teach yourself. You can do everything. You do not want to be the victim. You want to be a warrior. If you come from a place that is of low income, if your family has always struggled to survive, you should aim high for your family, to honor your family. You shouldn't allow it to weigh you down. You should allow it to lift you up. I give myself a lot of credit for the way that when times were always difficult for me, I learned about debt from my father and I still got in credit card debt. You see, no matter what somebody tells you or what you hear, you still have to kind of go through something to grow through something. You have to learn. But being proactive in yourself and knowing that you have to do something, when you are in your adolescent stage, you are looking, seeing, and you could even be saying, I never want to do that. And that's okay. That was a root. When you never want to do something, that's a root. When you only want to do something one way, that's a root. When you are strong enough to put something in in a plan and to be committed to it and make it a value that does not change, a non-negotiable, we could call that, that's a root. A non-negotiable is a root. Your root in childhood, you are a root at adolescence, and you just keep on rooting and rerooting. There is no end game. As long as you're growing and you're alive, you keep on rooting. That was my little chat about adolescence. Remember, I always like to end just with a little reflection on what's going on currently. If we are raising children, that are anywhere near, around, or surrounded by adolescents to keep in mind that there are roots being planted. And exposure is, number one, reflection, communicating what the adolescence is being exposed to, knowing that what happens to us as children can affect us, but it also can determine who we are. In adolescence, you should already be making moves. We should not be afraid to let our children know that yes, we are always here for them, but they are also not alone, but alone in the sense that they are the only ones that can make things happen for themselves. 
100%. I hope everyone has a beautiful weekend. I'll see you for another cup of coffee next Saturday.